0: Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood, or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave Hot Mess Mom and Pinterest Perfect Mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a Practically Joyful Mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. I'm just so glad you're here today. I'm so glad we get to have this conversation. I think of it as conversation. This time we get to just... Be together, hang out, talk. Whether you're washing dishes, going on a walk, whatever it is you're doing, I'm just glad we get to have this time together. And I just hope that it is encouraging and helpful to you, and that you enjoy this time. So last week we talked about this idea that it's okay to take time to rest, and I think that's a really important message. It's something I needed to hear. So I thought hopefully some other people might need to hear that. It's important to take time to rest. And today we're kind of talking about the other side of the coin, that it's not just okay to take time to rest, it's also okay and good to work hard for things that matter. I think we live kind of in a culture that one tells us you can't pause, you can't t- take time to rest, you've got to work, work, work all the time. And the other side, oddly, that tells us like, we just need to be on the search for whatever's easy. We just need to find the simplest way to do it with the least effort. So it's kind of this weird thing of, I think we spend a lot of time on distractions and on busyness, working on things that maybe don't necessarily matter that much. So last week we looked at that idea of it's okay to take time for real rest to stop being busy and to really rest and then today we're talking about it's okay to work hard for the things that matter it's okay to not just get by with minimum effort it's good for us to invest in the things that matter in our lives because good things don't just like happen out of nothing i'm, I'm not trying to say that god doesn't give us undeserved blessings because he absolutely does but if there are things that we value in our life things that we want to invest in and to build we have to be willing to work on those things so a few examples just to kind of get the idea of what i'm saying like think about the house you live in whether you own it you rent it whether it's tiny or it's huge someone had to work hard probably a bunch of someone's worked hard in the process of building that house houses don't just spring up on their own. And it's like that with a lot of things in our lives. There are things in our lives that are worth working hard for, things that are worthwhile and won't just happen. Anything that's worth having is probably going to require work and investment from us. So like, if you wanna be a great cook, you're gonna have to spend the time in the kitchen. Learning new skills, trying new recipes, even like building up your physical strength to spend all the time chopping whatever or grating or peeling or stirring whatever the issue is. If you want to have a strong relationship with your husband, you have to put in the work of showing love, even when you don't feel like it, like we talked about in a recent episode of having hard conversations when you need to and not just sweeping problems under the rug where they'll fester and turn into all kinds of bitterness. We have to put in the work to have a good relationship. If you want to raise children who are loving and generous and thoughtful, you have to put in the work of modeling that to them, of showing them love and being generous to them and being thoughtful of them not just of them, but also letting them see you act in those ways towards others. You have to put in the work in order for your children to see that and for that to grow in their lives. Or speaking of our children, think about them. When they want to learn how to walk, they have to put in the work of learning how to roll over, learning how to push up, learning how to crawl, learning how to pull to standing, learning how to take one step and then another, learning how to balance. It's a long process. And I think all of us who are adults and have gone through that process would say, yeah, it's worth it. I'm glad I put in the effort to learn how to walk. I'm glad I'm not just stuck like laying on the floor waiting for someone to roll me over, right? There's so many wonderful benefits that have come from learning how to walk. But it wasn't without effort when our children learn how to read they have to do the work of learning to recognize letters learning what sound each letter makes sounding out words building their vocabulary developing fluency in reading it doesn't just happen so those are some examples of kind of the idea of what i'm saying the things that matter in life that are worth investing time and energy in things that are worth working hard for and i think it's important to find a balance like i was kind of saying at the beginning of it's important to rest like we talked about last week to restore to refresh to not always be constantly doing and it's important to work hard towards building and developing the things that we value It's this weird world we live in of commercial... What's the commercial about the the easy button? Is that Staples? I don't know. I don't watch a lot of commercials, I guess. But there's something that has an easy button. And that's like culturally, oh, we're just looking for the easy button. We just want whatever to be easy. There's, you know, a thousand and one blog posts titled Such and Such a Number of Life Hacks, right? We're always looking for a way to make things easy easy and I'm not saying we should try on purpose to make our lives harder unnecessarily or that we shouldn't take advantage of quote-unquote life hacks the ideas to make more efficient use of our time and our resources but I think it can be easy in a it can be that was not intentional it can be easy in a world of easy buttons uh, to fall into the idea that work is like bad and should be avoided that nothing is worth working hard for that we should always be on this quest for easy and that that should be our top priority but like we saw in the examples that i just listed a minute ago there are things in life that require hard work and are worth working hard for and i think god calls us to this kind of hard worthwhile work uh Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for men. God calls us to do work and to do our work for him, whether it's work at your job that you go to, whether it's learning to cook nutritious food for yourself and for your family to steward your health or if it's teaching your child to read or growing a garden or building a house, God calls us to do worthwhile work and to do it like we are working for him, not just for other people. And he doesn't just call us to do this, but he gives us the strength to do it. He gives us the ability. Um, a verse that I know I've talked about before on this podcast is 2 Timothy 1.7, where the spirit God gave us does not make us timid but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. We have that spirit in us that equips us to work hard. We have self-discipline muscles. We may need to strengthen them if we've been neglecting them and letting them atrophy, but we have them. We do have those abilities for self-discipline, for power, for love. So God calls us to do hard, meaningful work, and he gives us what we need to do that work. Um, As I was kind of doing some research for this episode, I was looking at work in lots of different places in the Bible and even way back Old Testament, I thought this was a really interesting section. David, King David, is talking to his son Solomon and um, talking to Solomon about building the temple. This was worthwhile work, right? Building the temple for God. And so in First Chronicles 28, 20, David also said to Solomon, his son, be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. And I thought this was so cool here, how David tells Solomon be strong and courageous and do the work because God is with you. So because God goes with us, because God doesn't call us to hard work and then say, go do it. He says, I'm with you because of his presence with us while we're in the midst of whatever the hard thing is, we can be strong and courageous and we can do the work because he's with us because he hasn't just set us on our own and said here go do this he's actually with us while we're doing these things another verse that i thought was really interesting along with this, is in proverbs proverbs is full of uh references about work but one of the verses that i love that stood out to me was proverbs 12 14 Saying, from the fruit of their lips, people are filled with good things, and the work of their hands brings them reward. So, the work of our hands, the things we do with, with our hands, whether we're typing, or chopping vegetables, or digging a garden, or bathing our children, or whatever it is, The work of our hands can bring these beautiful results. You get fruit from the garden that you worked hard to plant, or you have a child who's clean and not stinky anymore after you gave them a bath. That's that's certainly a reward. You have delicious and nutritious meals to eat for yourself and your family if you've put in the work to cook, to learn how to cook well. Projects at work that are meaningful that are valuable things that you've worked hard for that will contribute to the world in some way so i think it's important to just keep this in our minds that when we work hard for something it can bring these beautiful results these rewards that are really worth it and i think even as we're doing that we have to make sure also that we keep our perspective and remember that we are working for God's glory, not our own. Isaiah 2.8 says their land is full of idols. They bow down to the work of their hands, to what their fingers have made. And man, our modern culture is full of examples of how we as people bow down to the work of our collective hands. It doesn't look the same as... Old Testament when there was an idol made out of wood or metal or something and everyone was physically bowing down to it. But think about technology, cell phones. I mean, we may not physically bow down to our cell phones, but my goodness, they have a place of power and honor in our lives when we stop to think about it. Um, So many examples in our modern culture of Basically people we we give our our worship our honor to things that have just been created to the work of someone's hands. And so I think it's important to remember we can work and we can enjoy the fruits of our labors but not be focused on that thing. Well we can we can still keep our worship and our hearts focused on loving God and we can thank him for the ability to work well, we can thank him for the fruits of our labors. But guard our hearts against worshiping those things and putting them in a place of honor. And then I think the last point I want to touch on, as far as perspective shifts with this, is it's also really important to remember that while we're called to work hard for things that matter, we are also freed from the pressure in a lot of ways because we're not working to earn our salvation, we're not working to. god's love we're not working to earn his favor he already loves you more than any human could more consistently than we can really even comprehend and because he loves us so deeply we can work hard for what matters in our lives but out of this joyful gratitude for his love for us not in some vain attempt to try to earn what we've already been freely given Love how Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 phrases this. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves, it's the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. So we don't work to earn our salvation. But then verse 10 goes on to say, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So we don't work to earn our salvation, And at the same time, we've been created to do good work. Again, not trying to earn anything, but because it will be satisfying and rewarding for us and because we're working for God's glory. So I think those perspectives are really important to keep in mind as we think about what's worth working hard for in our own lives, so we'll kind of move into a little bit of a practical application and I think if we're trying to really apply this to our lives, the first question really is to ask what's worth working hard for in your life? Right now where you are, what's something that's worth working hard for? Maybe you're at a point in life where you think you want to go back to school, finish a degree you started, earn a different degree, a certification, whatever it is, maybe that's worth working hard for right now in your life. It's spring when I'm recording this, maybe this is the year you are going to plant a garden and that's something worth working hard for, growing flowers, growing food. Maybe You've been noticing just in your family's health that you're not feeling great or whatever is going on and you think what's might be worth working hard for is investing in your own health and your family's health by cooking more whole food and buying less packaged sugary products because you want to invest in your family's health. So it might be worth working on learning how to cook more things, learning how to include more nutritious items in what your family eats. Maybe right now you're in a place where you're feeling called to spend more time consistently reading the Bible and growing spiritually, and that's certainly worth working for. We're developing your self-discipline muscles in that area. Um, maybe it's intentionally investing in your marriage or intentionally investing in your relationships with your children, I don't know what that looks like for you, but I feel like we probably all have an area that might jump out at us when we ask that question. What's worth working hard for right now in my life? And I think once you've kind of figured out an area, and I would say choose one thing, maybe two that are like interrelated, but don't try to do everything the best way to go nowhere is to try to go in all directions at once because you you know you're trying to go right and you're trying to go left at the same time leaves you stuck in the middle so choose one area to focus on and then i think the next question to ask yourself is where do you want to end up so really imagine what it is you're building if you are trying to build a house, you don't start without a blueprint. You may start with a blueprint and along the road, some things need to change. Some unexpected issues come up. That's a normal part of life. So I'm not saying that whatever you come up with right now has to be exactly where you end up because that's not super practical, but really imagine what is your end goal. Having a clear idea of why something is worth investing in can really help keep you going on the hard days. So maybe your goal is growing a garden because you want your kids to have the fun of going out and when it's harvest time, picking some zucchini. And maybe your kids actually eat zucchini because they helped grow the zucchini. Uh, Whatever is that end goal, maybe your goal is intentionally investing in your marriage and you can imagine when you're in your 90s sitting down together and having this deep meaningful relationship that you have invested in over the years and i think once you've decided okay this is the area that i want to work hard and invest in in my life and here's my goal that i'm aiming for then just ask yourself and ask god Worry about it, what's the first step? It's overwhelming to think about the whole thing. If you look at the plans for a house and think about trying to do all of that, you'll feel frozen in your tracks. But think about what's the first step. Just pour the foundation for your imaginary house. Um, maybe it's just to sit down with your husband and say, "Hey, can we just start having a weekly date night?" If your goal is investing in your marriage. Date night doesn't have to mean you get a babysitter and leave the house. It can just mean, okay, this night of the week after kids are in bed, we just spend some time together and do something fun. We enjoy each other. Um, Maybe it looks like researching what plants you want to grow, what plants grow well in your area, what what type of soil they need if you're wanting to start a garden. Maybe if the thing you're wanting to put in the work for right now is reading the bible more. Maybe you, you know, go on the YouVersion app or whatever other app and start a reading plan and invite someone to do it with you for accountability. What's that first step? And after the first step is the next step and the next step, but take it one step at a time. So, that was a whole lot of stuff today. I feel like that was a little bit more Complicated or involved than some recent podcasts have been so hopefully I didn't totally lose anyone's attention in there but good things in life are worth working hard for so I just want to encourage all of us to choose a thing an area that we are willing to put in the hard work for because it's worth it something that you want to invest in to build into your life and ask God to help you with that area. So you may want to also kind of as a last uh, little practical application, you could re-listen to this episode and go back and write out some of these verses, maybe post them around your house to help you remember that good things are worth working hard for That God has called us to this, he has given us what we need, and he will be with us while we're working towards these valuable things. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at practicallyjoyfulmom or you can send me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. So glad we got to share this time together today. Thanks for choosing Joy with me, friends.